Hey, grown-ups! Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. We're a vegetarian household over here, and there were tons of delicious options over at Factor. I highly recommend. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50, T-A-L-E-S 50, and use code tales50 to get 50% off. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com slash tales50 to get 50% off. Hey, grown-ups! if you could imagine the perfect education for your tailblazer, what would it look like? You might say hands-on learning, small class sizes, deep reading, open discussion. And for many of us, that list includes a personal one-on-one tutor. That kind of personal attention can accelerate their grasp of difficult concepts. The problem is, tutors can be astronomically expensive, and tutor quality can vary widely. That's where Synthesis Tutor comes in. It's an educational AI that can bring your student from an average to exceptional grasp of mathematics. The tutor works like a human tutor would, slowing down in areas where they're struggling and speeding up when they're gaining momentum. Except, unlike a traditional tutor, Synthesis Tutor is always available and is just $29 a month. Visit synthesis.com slash girltales to get 10% off and begin learning with Synthesis Tutor today. Hey grown-ups, Women's History Month is sneaking up on us and we want you and your tailblazers to join in the celebration of the amazing women who have broken barriers, shattered glass ceilings, and made history. But hey, we're not just looking back, we're also cheering on the future history makers, our very own tailblazers. Here's how you can join in on the celebrating. Grab your phone or tablet and record a quick 10 seconds or less of an audio message. Your tailblazer can tell us about a woman that they admire who changed history. Or you, the grown-up, can give the tailblazer an empowering message about how they will change history. We'll feature these recordings on our Girl Tales episodes all through March. This opportunity is available to our awesome Patreon members on Team Alba or higher. You'll find the instructions on how to send us your recording on our Patreon page. Happy Almost Women's History Month. Hey, Tailblazers. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales a kid's podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Before we get started, I have to give some very special shout-outs to a few tailblazers. Thank you to Carrie and Lucy in New Mexico and Katie. Thank you so much, Carrie, Lucy, and Katie, for listening to Girl Tales. You are all so, 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 so special to me and the rest of the Girl Tales team. Grown Ups Girl Tales is brought to you by families like yours. 
If you'd like to hear your child's name at the top of the next episode, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Also, you might have noticed that we have a new logo, new cover art. Well, with that comes new Girl Tales merch. We've got um, t-shirts and mugs and stickers and a bunch of really cool stuff. So head to girltalespodcast.com if you'd like some Girl Tales merch. Now on to our episode. This is Humpty Dumpty. Enjoy! I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine. You may have actually heard of him. He's sort of a big deal. He goes by the name of Humpty. Humpty Dumpty? Nowadays, there's a nursery rhyme that children all learn in school. You might know it. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. I think there's a very obvious issue in that nursery rhyme, don't you? Can you guess what I'm thinking the problem is? That's right. Horses would have a terrible time trying to put Humpty back together. Why would they even be trying? They don't have thumbs. But that's all besides the point. Before Humpty was a nursery rhyme, before Humpty had a great fall even, we used to play outside together every day at recess. We didn't play most of the recess games you might be thinking of though. We didn't play hopscotch and we didn't jump rope. We didn't play tag, and we definitely did not play dodgeball. Humpty was an egg, after all, and so he was very prone to cracking. Oh, did I forget to mention that? Yes, Humpty Dumpty was an egg, though he was just as big as I was when I was a little girl. Instead of playing those recess games, Humpty was amazing at playing games that used his imagination. We would play pretend, imagining we were astronauts about to land on Mars. Or we'd pretend our teacher, Mr. S, was an evil dragon guarding a castle. Mr. S didn't like that game very much. But Humpty and I had such fun every day at recess. Humpty knew he wasn't like all the other kids in school, but he didn't mind it much. Being different for Humpty wasn't a bad thing. It was all he knew. And to be honest, I think he and I had way more fun during recess playing our imagination games than all the kids playing dodgeball. So much so that sometimes the other kids would get jealous. They would laugh and sometimes even call him Egghead. But Humpty didn't let it bother him. Some kids peak in elementary school, he'd always say. My mom told me that once, and it makes me feel better. Someday when I'm grown up, I'll be able to do anything I can dream of. Besides, I'm proud of my egghead. I knew even then that I could learn a thing or two from Humpty. 
One day, right before the bell rang for recess to be over, something not so great happened. Humpty and I were playing pretend and preparing to sneak past Mr. S. the dragon when I turned around to see a stray dodgeball rolling right toward us. Look out! I shouted, trying to warn him. Be quiet, Rebecca. You are terrible at sneaking. But before he could finish his sentence, Humpty stepped right onto the dodgeball. His legs flew out from underneath him and... Well, he had a not-so-great fall. Now, I'll stop the story right here to tell you that Humpty makes it out fine. He and I still get together and play tic-tac-toe every Sunday. But at the moment, at least, we were worried. I'm okay, Humpty shouted. I'm okay. But Humpty didn't look it. His shell was in pieces, and my teacher, Mr. S., did not know what to do. Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, my! Mr. S. cried. Oh, Dumpty, Dumpty, Dumpty! Were you playing dodgeball? What were you thinking? Listen, I understand your concern, but this happens all the time, Humpty replied. This wasn't even, like, a great fall. This was, like... A mediocre fall at best. Please, could you please stop yelling? I have a slight headache. Ah, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. What are we going to do, Dumpty? But Mr. S would not stop yelling because he was terrified. And so Humpty became the one trying to calm everybody else down. This isn't actually all that big a deal. I know what to do. I just need... A few bandages is all. Excuse me. Hi, I can put myself back together. This has happened before. Hello? They told me you were fragile, Mr. S said. I knew you were an egg and I let this happen to you. Ah. What happened next was nothing short of a circus. Our teacher called our principal. Who called the mayor? who called the House of Representatives, who called the Senate, please leave your message, who called the King. The King is more of a ceremonial position at this point, but he can always call in the best favors. So the King calls all of his men to come and try and put Humpty back together, but they just couldn't do it. His shell had broken into so many tiny pieces, and they were all rushing around yelling over each other and trying to all say which piece goes where, all while Humpty sat, looking exhausted. I know how to fix myself, he kept saying. This has happened before. I just need some bandages. But no one could hear him over all the king's men. Plus... There was all this neighing. Oh, the king also called all of his horses, you see. They took one look at Humpty and knew they were not equipped for the job. The thumbs. Humpty quickly went from sad to mad. I hadn't ever seen him look so angry before. So I did the only thing I could think to do. 
Enough! I shouted. Then there was silence. All the king's horses and all the king's men were not accustomed to being yelled at by little girls. Listen to Humpty! He has been trying to tell you something this whole time, I said exhaustedly. And with that, every eye on the playground turned to Humpty. Thank you, he said. I smiled and gave him a nod. Now, what I have been trying to tell you, Humpty continued, is that I know how to put myself back together. This shell is my shell, after all. I've had it my whole life. It might be fragile, and sometimes it might break. But it's mine. It's part of who I am, and I know it inside and out. And I know how to fix it. But Humpty, my teacher began. Listen, he replied. Please, just listen. You may be the teacher, and that means you're responsible for all of us students. You try to protect us, and you do a great job. But that doesn't mean you understand my fragile shell better than I do. Sometimes being in charge of someone means listening to them when they tell you what they need. I live in this shell day in and day out. I have broken my shell before. I know what each and every piece of my shell looks like and where it belongs. Just because I'm fragile does not mean I am helpless. You have to trust me and give me what I need to take care of myself. Which in this case is bandages, I added, trying to be helpful. Humpty laughed. <laughs> bandages? Mr. S. asked. Yes, bandages! He's been asking for them this whole time! I replied. Thankfully, all of the king's horses had bandages in their saddlebags, so there were lots to go around. Humpty took his time, putting piece after piece of his shell into the exact right place, while we all just, uh, watched. Sometimes people think fragile and helpless are the same thing, Humpty began as he put piece after piece into place. But I am far from helpless. I do things differently. That doesn't mean I can't do absolutely everything I want. I understand my shell better than everybody because it's literally a part of me. And so next time you see someone who is broken, don't call the king's horses and all the king's men. Start by asking them what they need in order to get better. And, and, and this part is very important. Really listen to what they tell you. Really, really listen to what they tell you. And with that, he put one last bandage on. And his shell was back in place. And no one knew what to do next. Want to go back inside? I asked him. Please, after you, he said. 
and we snuck past the dragon who was standing wide-eyed and mouth agape and into the castle. And we laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. Humpty's shell healed up in no time. And it did break again from time to time. But after that day, I started carrying some bandages with me, just in case. So that if he ever did break again, I'd have what he'd needed so that he can fix himself. That was Humpty Dumpty, written and produced by Chad Shanai, and performed and executive produced by me, Rebecca Cunningham. Original theme music by Eli Denby Wood and Amy Geisbers Van Wyke. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, I believe in you. Remember?